everyone, and welcome to Movie Mandates. I am Kelly. And I am Andrew. And let me tell you what Movie Mandates is. This is the show where my brother and I force each other to watch a movie based on a certain theme. And uh, it is Pride Month. Happy Pride. And I got to choose my movie, Una Mujere Fantastica, The Fantastic Woman. But before... Uh, we get to talking about that movie. Brother can challenge me in this installment of Trivial Trivia. So I fretted over uh, this week's Trivial Trivia. Oh, they're getting um, harder, I know. <laughs> well, I, th I thought, it, look, look, a fantastic woman, whatever you think about the movie, is not one I would describe as light and fluffy. No, no, no. So no. I thought for trivial trivia, uh, we, uh, normally Kelly and I try to keep our trivial trivia questions in theme, but I'm throwing that out on the in, out the window today and just doing something genuinely light and fluffy. So, okay. Kelly, brother, recite five quotes from UHF. <laughs> okay, I can do it. When he goes, and I know this is stupid, but he goes, he goes, a UHF station, a UHF station. <laughs> he does that. Okay, that's that's surprising. Then, that's one of them, but okay, sure. Why is that surprising? That was I, that's that's. I bet I could ask this question to a bunch of different people, and no one would pick that one. But because they're losing in ratings. It's like, what do you UHS think my father would say if he were alive today? Help, let me out of this box. I can't breathe in here. Help, let me out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so... Um, Take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> and then there's... Uh, can I just say Conan the Librarian? Conan the Librarian. Because that's part of their upcoming... And then I remember... Spatula City, we got spatulas, and that's all. Spatula City, we've got spatulas, and that's, and that's all. all. <laughs> and then, um, okay. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Oh, that's Gandhi. That's no, well, that's that's Conan the Librarian. Oh, Conan that's the Librarian is yeah. Dewey Decimal System, but Gandhi has a gun in mm -hmm. in theirs. Um, and what's her face with the cute voices in it? Victoria Jackson. Yeah, Victoria Jackson. Okay. What else? I don't know. Oh my gosh. And everything you're saying, I'm like, oh yes, I remember that so well. It's it's more difficult when you're put on the spot because your is. mind just goes blank. Because I'm just but then the minute you say like help, help, let me out of here. I can't breathe in here. That's hilarious. Um I don't know what are what are what are okay. So they have the the spatula city, and then they have the ratings, and then they have Conan the Librarian and Gandhi, and then they have. I don't. Know, my mind is blank. What else is there? And make, give me a scene. I'll get you in. Um, there's oh, uh Cooney, the guy who uh runs the martial arts studio. Oh, who's the guy who has? I've just cut you off completely. Isn't there? a white-haired dude who like yes. gets taken by aliens that's not a but uh, he, at the very end doesn't his face go he, <laughs> he, yeah he is an alien he returns to his own people now that his job and he here says is something about it he said he says like i have to re or is like my work here is he said what is his he departs saying but his whole face goes <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah okay that counts okay <laughs> I mean, you're describing a scene, but and getting the gist of what he says, sure. But uh, there, there's Cooney, the martial arts instructor, who always has something to say either to his students after he throws them out of oh the window. Oh my god! Didn't he kick someone's the... head off and the blood starts spurting out? Is that not the, the, there? There is are that still Conan the librarian that, who well, cuts Conan, the kids. Well, I mean, he chops someone in half for having an overdue library book. That's. That's right. He does. Because I remember there's like spurting. But he also hosts Wheel of Fish and a woman doesn't get the right fish. So he says, Stupid! Your soul! Stupid! <laughs> yep. Wheel of hey, fish. Hey, Cooney, beginner's class today. Yeah. They're so stupid. That's <laughs> I right. Up, God. Stupid! 
Oh my, I would not have, until you said wheel of fish, and I'm like, <laughs> wheel of fish. I totally remember that. Oh, red snapper. It's very tasty. <laughs> Where are you going to go with what's in the box? Box, the box. Um, it's Isn't there nothing in the box? It's nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. All right. How about um, oh, anything from uh, Raul's Wild Kingdom, where he has all the animals in his apartment? Oh, they they do the "We don't need no stinking badgers" That's line. Badgers. We don't. Need uh, what does he What does he do with the poodles? Raul's doesn't he chuck him out the window? <laughs> Why? Because they're learning how to fly. <laughs> He's like. Okay, Fifi, go. Herp, 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 bud. You know, Aww. sometimes it takes them more than once to get it right. Okay, Gigi. <laughs> I remember now. And what yes. about and what about turtles? He has little turtles. He he demonstrates something. Doesn't he very... flip them on the back? Doesn't he? <laughs> He's like, oh, they don't yeah. like that. Uh, well, that's the that's the ant farm. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, they hate it when you do this. Oh look, they're really mad. They're really now. mad now. It's like an etch a sketch. Doesn't he call it an yeah, etch a sketch? Yeah. Well, he shakes it like an etch a sketch, oh but he does something with the tur. He, the he says turtles are nature's suction cups. That's right. And he licks it. And he <laughs> sticks <laughs> it on. Ah, look, it sticks. <laughs> That's right. They're nature's suction cups is the best moment ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And the thing is, is that like. Where'd you find this guy? Me? I thought you hired him. <laughs> oh my. Remind me to tell you something. I can't steal another comedian's bit, so I'll tell you something later. <laughs> but that reminds me. Oh my gosh. That movie. And like, none of these are things that Weird Al says. <laughs> uh, what what yeah. is his role in the movie? <laughs> Oddly, oddly enough, He's um, the straight man. George is the straight man for the most part in this movie, which is kind of weird. Have you seen Weird yet? I haven't seen it. Uh, the Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, good. I mean, I know it's not like about Al. But... It, it is a parody of um, the man. Uh, music biopics. It's a oh. music biopic of Al Yankovic being a and the whole thing is a parody so none of it's true right, right. <laughs> but the whole thing is a parody of uh you know music by biopic oh, so i want to see it i hadn't i haven't seen it yet but yeah it's um i think I if you i can imagine there's probably some people like ah what is it this is, i don't i was expecting an actual biographical look at the life of weird al yankovic what what are they just giving it like it, it, it's a parody that, that's what he do <laughs> So is it like the same people who are like the dubbing in Kung Pao under the fist was terrible? Kind of, yeah. It's that same kind of. It, it's just if as you didn't a, know, like you know, Kirk, I think his name is. Says, could yeah. you any more not, not get, get it? it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I can imagine some people just didn't understand that the the film Weird is a parody right. it, itself, a parody of um, music bio pictures. So. Man. Oh my gosh, UHF. Do you have it on VHS? I do not have it on VHS. I do have it on DVD, but I Did I you ever have it on VHS? Mm -mm. How what year is that one? Goodness, probably would have been like uh 88, 89, something like that. Let me see. Uh 89. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I, I don't re remember seeing it in the theater if I did. Um, I don't think so. That must have seen it on TV or rented it from Blockbuster, or the Hollywood video, or the. And then taped it and watched it a million and a million times. Probably because I watched it a lot because it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's funny. Yeah. So. Wheel of Fish. Oh, man. Okay. Wheel of Fish. I, I actually like the strip solitaire um they don't do any it, it's just one of the the shows that's that right, they let's pass right. but and 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 at 7 30 strip solitaire and it's like oh, <laughs> it really makes you think that it does 
So. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you, brother. That was very fun. Just call and me Mr. Butterfingers. I didn't. I think it's on the floor somewhere. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, is my, my face red? Just... <laughs> he just goes like this. I remember it so well. Oh Will my you God. look at that? Oh, oh okay. Jeez, there's so much. It's so good. It's so good. And now, and now we have to bring it with. <laughs> have you ever seen actually uh, Emo Phillips? I think the guy's name is. Uh, do I have his name right? Let me. Mm. You know, I'm talking that that guy who I was just quoting from the movie saws off his. Uh, yeah, Emo Phillips. Um, I don't think I know who this is. Uh, he's a comedian. So I was I was going to ask, have you ever seen any of his stand up? I do not um, believe I have. I have. It is surprisingly dark in some places. It's um, mm. uh, it's um, he's like uh, you know I met a girl and she's the love of my life, and I love every piece of bit about her from the top of her head to the tip of her toe tag. It's like oh my god. <laughs> yeah dark yeah yes. he's he uh he's one of those comedians that has a style and delivery like really no other you know that no one really does his shtick he, <laughs> he's and uh i i the, my first i did not know him from adam when, when i saw uhf right uh, but i find it's like you know i know he's a comedian i should look up some of the stand-up and it it's actually some very funny uh if you have oh, the nice. right sense of humor uh, what is his name let me write it in really uh, quick. emo phillips emo like e emo emo pretty sure yeah oh there it is look at me all right because i will forget mm -hmm. you know um all right so a fantastic woman 2017 yes. yes fantastic fantastic did it win any? I think it won some stuff. Uh, yeah, it won Academy the Academy Award, Award for Award Best for International Feature film, yeah. film. It did. Okay, because I was like, I remember Daniela Vega being on stage in a fabulous dress. She presented go, that year, right? Or maybe the next year? Maybe she presented at the, some point. Yeah, probably the next year because that's <clears> the. <throat> it could have been that year because she was a breakout star, or a lot of times like the breakout stars of one year. And the winners of the mm. year do the presenting at the next year. But yeah, absolutely. She uh, she did. But yeah, so um, a fantastic woman. So was, was it a win a few years ago? Is that how it got on your radar? It did. Yes, absolutely. I think this is only the second Chilean film I've seen. What's the first? Not sure. Okay. I don't know. Is it big ass spider? <laughs> oh, okay. You're like it's a weird little film. We're not okay. Uh, let me see if that one is actually uh, is I the one I'm thinking of. Um, dup, dup, dup. no, that that's a U.S. film. Okay, um, but something else that it, is something. It was something. I think it was something that I watched. Um during my 30 days of netflix that i did like oh, six years sure. ago and big ass spider was one of them so um, okay but it was one of these obscurish yeah, some but maybe not to everybody yeah uh, to those who don't know chilean cinema yeah so so there you go yeah but absolutely i i can't say i've seen a lot of chilean movies i'm i do a lot of mexico and spain I guess not that just because which was just weird because, because the Spanish is different. So I was it like, is. Um, it is when when it came up, I was like, oh, that's not how I would have said that. Yeah. And it made it kind of difficult because the the pronoun usage and the feminine masculine forms of the various words is very important to the narrative. Yeah. And some of it I couldn't pick up on. And so uh, kudos to the uh, the subtitlers who I think were doing a pretty good job, uh, a really decent job uh, conveying um, the appropriate masculine feminine forms in, in the translation. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
uh, yeah. So I was, it was very funny because when I, when I ordered the film, I guess it was, I didn't even think about looking to see if it was subtitled until afterwards. And I was like, oh, this is going to be very angering to me if this is dubbed. But so, you know, goodness gracious, thank goodness. So in a nutshell, um, I don't think that this movie fits in a nutshell, but like just as a very um, small to get you through the movie. Found it. <laughs> um, when I did 30 Days of Netflix, the fifth movie I did was Big Ass, it was seven years ago, Big okay. Ass Spider was the fifth movie I did. The first one was a little film from Chile called Bring Me the Head of the Machine Gun Woman. Oh, well, that just sounds fantastic. I watched it because it's called Bring Me the Head of the Machine Gun Woman. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even need to read a description of this one. I'm going to watch it. I mean, so, same yeah. reason why you watch Don't Be a Menace to, society, to South, South Central, Central while, while drinking her juice, juice in the hood. hood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two Chilean films so far as I know. Yes. Okay. So a an elderly gentleman who's only 57, by the way. <laughs> so, but neither here nor there. Um, I am extraordinarily excited to live in a day where 50 is still, you know, seen as, you know, sexy and uh i'm like to, oh, gosh. well to some to some to my other better damn well be <laughs> um so yeah so uh and an i don't know i was gentleman. like ah there's like 20 some years between you two ew but you know whatever you you naysayer you ageist <laughs> i you know <laughs> um I, i'm yeah. just so many times in film uh, you know, the, the male, you have a, a romantic couple depicted in film and it's always the dude who's like 20 years older. Okay. So as much as I agree with that, and as much as I can't stand that, uh, I will say two things, uh, Daniela Vega, um, or Marina, sorry, the, 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 the character yeah. Marina mm -hmm. is not a baby as in she doesn't she's she's not 22 she's right? not in she's, her early 20s she's either like she's 30 maybe. mid to later 30s somewhere around yeah, there I would so say. like she's in her 30s so at least that it's like she is her own adult she is her own person there's not like you know yeah. she's not just out of school a and they're they they yeah. as in the actual film acknowledges it yeah, it's so, it's part of the part of the whereas when you're talking about like Hepburn and Tracy, you're just supposed to be like, it's okay that he's in his 40s and she's 19. We're fine here. <laughs> you know, so I think that that's a bit of the difference there. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, the golden age of actors like they kept pairing Cary Grant with. Well, women who were 22 in every role, no matter how old he got and, and it just gets really uncomfortable after a while it's like yes it does so um so yeah like, i so, think he was paired with uh katherine hepburn at, in one film i think it was charade or something like that and there's like 30 years between these two i'm like it's just not working i mean he's he's still a debonair dude and he's he's great but i'm, I'm just not buying this relationship here so yeah yeah but whatever anyway that's all right back to this though Back to the movie we're actually reviewing. Yeah, 20 minutes later. Um, no, it's fine. So the age difference, it, it's addressed. It's a kind of a plot point. It, it, it's its own thing. It, it, it's it an like, element of the story. It's yes. an element of the story. So this, it's, this It's not a matter of we only cast young, hot women. Right. Dudes no one cares about. Right. It's actually an element of the story. It is because said 57-year-old gentleman passes early on in the film. Um and it's basically his um uh his his name is Orlando, right? And um mm -hmm. he passes and leaves his girlfriend of like a little over a year, I guess, is what they kind I don't know of if they I, I mean she had just moved in with him. So right. um yeah, I don't think they outright state, but you get the sense that they they've been a couple for a, a good while now. Well at least yeah. a year. It, the reason I say years because so he was a married man, and I think that the divorce was finally finalized due to the fact that 
wife when she the ex-wife when she calls she calls herself the wife first as in it might be very new and she mentioned in that interact her and the new girlfriend she's like you know a year ago when he told me he was you know leaving me basically i was like oh boy see that's something i was confused about at first i wasn't sure if marina yes if she was the mistress like i I didn't know if he was still married because of that conversation she says oh i'm the wife i'm like oh well that changes how i feel about this character she goes and but then she says or at least it's transplant translated as well i guess the ex-wife now and i'm like is she saying that because he's dead so she's no longer a wife or because they're divorced? Because that's kind of important about how I feel about these characters. I believe <laughs> that he fell in love with this singer and it broke the marriage apart. So I I don't know. And I don't want to say that, like, but like consensually... When the movie starts, they, they are divorced and he's yeah. with another woman. But I might be very, woman. very newly divorced. <laughs> I mean, I believe that his marriage fell apart because... Of course, of I don't think his ex-wife is his age either. She looks yeah. older than uh, Marina, but she doesn't yeah. look 57. She looks, she looks like she's in her 45, 40s. She's like, yeah. maybe pushing 50. Yeah, very. But that's all right. No. Beautiful women both. Um, very different looking women. Um, True. Uh and not just because one is trans, which we haven't even talked about. Whatever. I was getting to that because it's a plot point. So, yeah, not to bury the leader. Not to bury that, the that's, leader. That's, that's like what the film's about. But that's so this, but they do such. So the movie opens with this couple and how loving they are. And they truly mm-hmm. love each other and they're having fun. And he's watching her work. She's singing in a nightclub. And, and it, it shows you, you're just like, oh, it's. Well, a- bar but yeah a bar whatever but like they're happy and they're looking at each other and they go out and it's her birthday and they're, they're and going to are... malta i don't remember where they, where they got tickets oh to go yeah to. tickets that are a MacGuffin and never and who, come up a, who knows and they never find them it, they never did, find them did you know what the key was for when you first saw it i didn't know it was for a locker but i was like that's where the stuff i'm like wherever that is that's where it is that, it's I, in a I, box I figured somewhere. it out immediately i'm, I'm like I bet that's the uh, lot, like his locker at the sauna. Because I was like, that's a lockbox key. Like, that's yeah. right. Like, I, but I wasn't thinking sauna. Or a, st- a storage know, locker. Yeah. yeah. And she finally, and we'll get to that scene later. But uh, what I love about the movie is uh, it's not in there. They not never find it. They never find it. Yeah. And it's like um, any other movie, you know, most other films, you know, this would be kind of her consolation prize, right? Yeah. She'd find the tickets and she'd have a nice and time in Malta or wherever the hell the tickets were for. But nope, not in there. No idea yeah. what the hell he did. And I felt very conflicted at that moment because I wanted her to have something. She but at the, the same, dog. Yeah, she does. But at the same time that I wanted her to have something, I love that it just turned it on its head as like, this is real life, guys, and it sometimes isn't this easy. Um, not that a... anything in Marina's moment of us watching this movie was. Oh God! Was at well, all I mean, easy. that's essentially what the film is about. It, it it's like the micro and macro aggressions that a trans person has to deal with day in day out. Which, by the way, louder for the people in the back, if I might, if I may, no one in their right mind would just opt to do this. If it wasn't like truly it like people who are like trans. Yes. Oh, that's the thing. People like the people who are anti-trans or they don't get it or whatever. And like these people just want to go into someone else's bathroom. I'm like, no one would choose to be treated this way. Well, this movie is the fact that this is their reality. This is a movie that shows uh, unequivocally what happens, what really happens when a trans woman is in both the uh, ladies' changing room and the men's changing room at the sauna. Yeah. Nothing! Nothing. Absolutely Not a goddamn nothing. thing. That's nothing. true. <laughs> That's actually very true. I, I didn't even think about that, but they don't look at her. She's not looking at them because she's... She, it, nothing's happening. But anyhow, so... Not in the ladies' room. You've got two women 
yeah. chatting with each other. Some other person walks in and changes the towels and fit, grabs another stack and walks out. In the men's room, there's some Completely. dudes sauna-ing and some showering and another dude who she's like, hey, where's the lockers? You know, that's back there. No yeah. one cares. No, no one, cares. one cares. Yeah, I loved that too. Because I felt so bad because you could see how uncomfortable she is. Yeah. Walking through yeah. there. And no one, no one gives the a only shit. Per- the only person uncomfortable was her. Yeah. Because she's afraid that someone, some other asshole is going to be, you know, probably one of the, bo- the most ballsy things she does in the movie is when she uh, gets in a taxi cab and yells at a dude to get the hell dude, out. I know, right? And because at this point in the movie, if you, you know, never read the news or something um you realize what a risk she's taking yelling at somebody because you might start the movie if you've been living under a rock uh wondering why she's so flat affected and doesn't react to anybody doesn't show any emotion doesn't get assertive or aggressive just kind of passively takes everything uh, thrown at her uh towards the middle of the film you're like oh that's why because people will do this and so towards the end of the film when she jumps in the car it's like i have an emergency get the hell out and the guy stands sits there and looks at her and you're like "Uh oh is she she gonna get killed because that happens he's like okay and he's out and it's like yeah there was so oh yeah so um the the boyfriend dies Yes. And it's basically the entire movie is about brain aneurysm for anyone. Yeah, and brain aneurysm, but you know, and that's where the age thing comes in is that it's more realistic. Still young, but still young, but yes. So um so basically his they need to make preparations for his funeral. And everyone is telling her, Oh no, 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 I'll I'll take don't call anyone, don't talk to anyone, don't show up. Don't do this. I'll take care of all this. And then everyone's like, it's all about keeping her hidden away and not involved and not like sharing in the loss of someone who was very important to her. And she says in the movie, she's like, because wife says, you know, the, it should only be for his loved ones. And she's like, Orlando was a loved one to me. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm dying. But yeah, it's everyone. It's just. I the hardest moment. So there's and she's so gracious she being marina the character is so gracious people just walk all over her and so many times she has to be like just putting up with it and putting up with it and um there's a moment that the ex-wife calls and says i need you know his car just drop it off for me and so this is when they meet. So this is when you and I were talking. Yeah. About that, so that scene. he he passes away, and like the very next day, the family is contacting her and saying, "By the way, we need you to drop off the car, return the car, the get out of the apartment." The, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a quick quick, like. <clears throat> yeah. It's the, the kind of well the the brother son that the I, son. I don't know the the, uh, the the son is is most uh, violently transphobic. um uh the ex-wife is the kind of transphobe who would insist that she's not transphobic yes um the the kind of person who seems to think like oh i don't have a problem with trans people i just as long as they're not as long as they're hidden as as long as i don't have to ever see them or hear from them or uh, interact with them interact in with them as, yeah. as long as they don't exist yeah, but not I'm in okay a bad way yeah right well, trans was... people shouldn't exist but not in a bad way it's like are you listening to yourself and like for me there's a what she says to marina in that moment she, how does she she says i don't know what i'm looking at when i look at you and like my heart dropped i was like a human, perhaps? Just a person. I'm like a a person who just a lost person someone. who poops, just like you. I'm like, I was like, what do you mean you don't know what you're looking at? Uh, she's not a lamb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was so, but I was heartbreaking because I'm like, I, 
that like that 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 might be like what it is that upsets people and i'm like Annie Lennox is unapologetic and was on and so was um what's his uh Gareth Two- <laughs> Gareth <laughs> but like <laughs> wait, 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 labyrinth <laughs> but uh, yes I, David Bowie his name yeah. was just not coming to me okay but like you're allowed to be androgynous K- uh, kudos to the actor who plays the ex-wife because that she just with just mannerisms and facial expressions she is just radiating disgust and loathing yes and uh, discomfort and, yeah she really yeah. she's that actress hit it on the head i, I mean she, she the way she fidgets and react yeah it, it's like the, the way she reacts to marina just standing there is the same disgusted uncomfortable way people on a subway act when they watch someone drop down and take a shit on the seat you know right. <laughs> and that's what i think was so what and you had you just said it and that's what i thought was so powerful is marina spends so much time she spends so much time stoic like you said like not and and she does a, a beautiful job like the actress is which i think the movie again if you don't pay attention to the news. I think the movie does a, a fine job of communicating that she's not just a passive, boring person who feels nothing. That is a survival technique. Yes, yes. Because she's it just... has all that heavy breathing. Like, did you notice the breathing in the movie being very overpowering? Like, just the silence and then, like, just listening to her breathing because she's just trying to, like, work through it. That Almost became, was... becomes part of the uh, The score. sound of the score. It does. It's very like part of the score, just her trying to get through it. And and you and she isn't she has feelings and there's so much, but she can't react. And <clears throat> like you said, for this ex-wife to be Because having... you never know who's gonna drag your ass off the street, throwing a car and wrap your head in scotch tape. Right? But like this ex-wife is all fidgety and all hatred and not and, random and, happens in the and, movie. Yeah, ha- yeah. It's it's all and and she's uncomfortable and she has an amazing physicality to to encountering Marina and Marina's just standing wise, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Per- performance wise, and Marina's just standing there. And I think that that's says a lot about just nature. Is like the problems with you, man. She's yeah, just standing yeah. there. I love she's the, just, I, I, she's I just love, standing there and you are having a problem. Maybe I maybe I'm reading in, but uh, I love when uh, she she's returning the car. This is still the parking yes. lot scene. Yes, yes. And uh she she opens the front door and she sticks in and is looking around like she's does it smell of trans in here or something? And then she goes into the back seat and is looking around. And then she pops the uh, the the hatchback and she looks in there and there's all his work bullshit, just a like a box full of file yeah. folders and like a a garment bag and some other stuff and she doesn't say anything but what i got out of her performance was this woman is sitting on oh i figured you'd have stolen all of this <laughs> you know like that's uh again might be reading into it but that's what i was taking away from that performance there so i, I, was, I think yeah. so because everything they blame her they they don't blame sorry they accuse her they being the family accuse her of stealing constantly like even when the sun comes and he t- looks at the suitcases like what are these suitcases like she's taking things out and she's like well i was actually moving, moving my in. stuff in yeah. <laughs> but yeah um so there are some very interesting um creative moments <laughs> existential uh, moments filmmaking wise yes now? okay yes there there are th- that because the movie itself is a narrative it is very grounded in reality there isn't it's you know and then all of a sudden they're like there's this four minutes that terrence malick come please <laughs> direct this moment i know we talked about him recently but like you know you know what i mean like with the wind and with her disco dancing and 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 flying there are some moments and i love i loved them i thought they were very um and and they were well she sees i guess i guess i'm talking myself out of it because she sees him throughout the entire movie anyway Mm, so she's always 
there's always something her head projecting Perfect. her feelings when she's dancing, when she's walking against the wind, <laughs> and she's like seeing. Yeah. You have things to say. It's. It felt a little on the nose for me. I mean, the dancing scene I liked because it's it's dancing and it's glittery and it's fun. Um, but it it ends with her staring at the camera and I'm like, yeah, I get it. The whole thing with her walking against the wind and pressing so hard against the wind and just can't make any progress. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, I just, thought it, that one I thought it was, was a funny little, because it, was it came much, out of it really it progressed well, of, though. It progressed yeah, well. It, it sneaks up on you. She was walking towards the wind and it's windy and then slowly it gets a little windier and you don't notice it until you're like, holy so she's crap, doing the this Michael is, Jackson lean this against is really it, yeah. goddamn windy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, I will say as much as I like the dancing moment, I didn't like how she flew off the dance floor into the, into the, um, camera into and, and was like, I am beautiful. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's like. Do, do you do you get it? Are you picking up what this movie's okay. putting down? It's like, yes, yes, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. I like you. Um, yeah, so um, but it's how long is this movie? I don't even remember. Uh it's a little over 100 minutes. It's, it's, it's less than two hours, but about a buck forty, buck forty-five, somewhere in there. It's just it it, it, it there's nothing and it's not a bad like i i enjoyed it it's a good movie it's one of those movies however that suffers from i am so happy i've seen it it's a beautiful film i can't watch it again it's oh a- so so kind of like uh what's aronofsky's drug film uh, oh, Re- Requiem Requiem for a dream. For a dream. oh i love great film but it's like, no i don't want to watch it again i it, there are some but like i i just was watching this movie and i just wanted to scream and i wanted to hit people and i wanted to help her and i wanted to just you know i'm just and there was a lot of silence so you just got to sit there in your feeling of despair and they're like no it's, the scene will come it's not a for fun now movie. you have to sit and and just be really <clears throat> forlorn yeah um it yeah, it's it's not a fun movie. No, um, that's it, okay. there, there was one point in the middle where you know because the, the 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 brother whoever it is, um, not her brother, but the you know the oh Gabo, dumb, yeah, not Gabo, the 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 bad one who steals her dog. Um, oh, that's that's the son. That's the son Orlando's son. I Orlando, think. Right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's Gabo's like the first marriage because she yeah. has a. She has an but adult son. He, yeah, he's adult son. her age. Uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> you know he he's like, oh, that's the dog. I I I did the I can't even sleep in the same room with that dog because he smells. I'm like, well, then why are you? But I just don't want you to have it. Uh, so he steals her dog, and I'm thinking, are we going full John Wick here? Because because I'm a I, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm, I, I approve if if that's what we're doing. No, that's not what we're doing. But um, uh, but uh, so I neither I don't like the movie, but I don't dislike the movie. Um, okay. I was never bored. Uh, right, it's not a, boring. Craft wise, I thought it. I have my nitpicks here and there, and we can get to that in a second. But yes. uh, you know, we we talked about the. Uh, a bit on the nose uh, visual metaphors in a few yeah. places. Um, uh, but yeah, it's something that I'm not going to pull off the shelf and watch again. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be fair, it's not meant to be. I, I don't think the filmmakers are like, this True. is going to be a perennial classic of your yeah, collection this that's isn't... coming out once a year. Like, what was that movie, Venus? No, Amour. That French movie, Amour, oh. with... Um... Oh gosh, the same year that Les Mis came out, anyways, and it was just of these two octogenarians who loved each other, and then at the end of the movie, they're both dead, and you're like, "Good, good, good film, great, great cool. performances." I, I I hate life now. <laughs> I I could watch episode three of The Last of Us in half the time. <laughs> oh, 
not octo not octogenarians. I, I think they but made that it love of yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, two people grow old together. Oh, and Aww. then they die. Aww. Oh, in Aww. each other's arms. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I would agree with you, brothers. I I I I do agree that I don't think it is one of those that was meant for I, I, multiple I, I, views. True, but I will say I, I definitely admire the movie. Um, and while I can't say it's a movie I really enjoyed watching, um, I've uh, sourced a few different places now that uh, this film, uh, on the back of its uh, Academy Award win for best foreign film uh activists um it, it the momentum from that galvanized uh enthusiasm and activism to get uh gender identity laws in chile passed uh the next year i think that allowed people to more easily change their uh gender and other demographic and their names on their uh IDs? Uh, IDs and stuff. Oh so yay, that makes me this movie, so th happy. This movie was instrumental in getting that law passed in Chile. So well even done. if I didn't totally Hell enjoy yes. the film. Bravo. Awesome boss. Cuz I will say there is that plus like all of the the rigmarole that this woman has to go through just to say goodbye to the man that you know she loved and yeah. like who died right next to her she's investigated by p and i was always like why for, are police involved like for what, what? and yeah, for it they're for like well what? did he abuse you it's like no well did, did you abuse, you abuse him, him? No. was he paying you are you being trafficked like and and you never as an as a at least unless and it's they're, just harassment i mean i mean it comes under the veneer of we're just concerned and asking questions yeah and it's no it's it's you're, you're just being a harassing asswipe yeah um, and and it the there was a moment and i shouldn't even bring it up but i started down this path um when she was getting examined uh by the that policewoman who kept saying you have to call me and you have to come in and i'm here to help you and i'm always like what are you doing to her i don't even understand um and then she has to get the physical exam and they ask her to, to leave to, the room to disrobe it. Yeah. They're like, oh, they the asked the police officer to leave yes. the room and she's like, and she goes, no. no. And she looks straight at Marina. And I'm just like, that's it's a power play. And it is, but it's also like the point of why people's like trans genitalia is so interesting to people. And to me, yeah, she gets asked. At least by at least two different people throughout the movie about you know what's between her legs, and yeah, I it's a question no one's ever asked me, I but have I no... have to imagine that I'd be a little annoyed by it yeah. if people kept asking me about my genitalia. Yeah, like why do, are are we sleeping together? No, right? then why do you care? I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I don't have an interest have in any of their private parts. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is like, if they were to get undressed, I would just, I I don't want to, I don't, it's, that's your, they're called private, private. parts for exactly. a But yeah, what I was, I wanted to smack her so hard because I'm like, that is purely because you are, I don't understand, because you don't understand and you don't like what you don't understand. And it scares you. Thank we you, Beauty. Like what we I know. <laughs> it scares us. Scared. Yeah. Great, great lyric line from the Kill the Beast song in Beauty and the Beast. Very good. Very good. So that makes me happy to hear. And that also helps because I really was, um, and I didn't do my homework. I had a heck of a day at work. But anyways, because, um, yeah, I, that whole plot of, like, governmental and police and, Beer, yeah, all that involvement. Just, all just I could think of is I'm like, I might not get it, but they probably are just making shit up as they go. You know, oh, they're yeah. just it's all just like 
just it's like i have to work at being an awful person it it takes it takes a lot of thought and commitment and consideration to be this much of a transphobic dipstick i've always thought that like being an asshole takes so much work like lying takes work i i can't remember i can't remember what i had for breakfast i'm not gonna remember what i lied about so exactly like just it just it 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 takes nothing to just be Boring. Granted, I'm I'm also very boring. You're so, also very boring. <laughs> so telling the truth about everything is no big deal to me. What do you do today, Andrew? Nothing. Worked. All right, worked, worked out, and um, played a video game. Yeah. Uh this is all true. Um. So what are your your uh? So we both know like it it wasn't an un it wasn't a movie that we're bo- either gonna watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it more than you. But neither of us were like, oh, my God, an amazing film. It was amazing in what it did. No Amadeus. (laughs) Oh, my God, right? Um, It's amazing in what it did. I'm proud of that. I'm glad it won. I think representation matters. I think she's, I hope she does more. I hope everyone does more. Great cast, great actors. I then again, they probably all have done more. I don't watch Chilean cinema. (laughs) It's not here. So good on them. I hope that they're. That they're doing if well. If it doesn't happen in America, it may as well it not happen. happen. At all. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> From an so, American's perspective, anyway. So then, <clears throat> what are your nitpicks? Okay, um, I feel that uh, Alexa Vega, uh, Daniela Vega, Daniela Vega. Okay, wrong Vega, no relation. Um, not that I know of, anyway. Um, I did her own singing. Uh, which I didn't think she did because she can't dub herself with shit. She's terrible at lip syncing. The thing is, so I remember that she did do her own singing. And well, I, I had was, to look in the credits. I'm I like, was, oh, she did quest- do her own. Okay, she- I was questioning it when, because I, because I knew going in that she sang, and so when she started the film and she was doing that jazzy number about the newspaper, mm-hmm. I was, I was like. Oh, okay, that's cute. But she's kind of far and she's doing a jazzy thing. And she, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, oh, she's good. She's cute. I like her voice. And then later as she's doing more vocalizing, I'm like, I thought she was supposed to be singing. So that helps to know that she just is bad at. But that's okay. The, the that's... ADR does not match. You oh, know well. what? Not <laughs> everyone is great at 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 that. Even yeah. Even amazing performers suck at their... Oh yeah, <laughs> there are hurts. moments in the movie where she's kind of humming or singing to herself, mm-hmm. 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 and there's a lot of those. I'm not sure if it's the intention, but I, I, I was like, is that part of the soundtrack? Is she diegetically singing or not? I can't really tell because she's like just kind of, but she's like she's not, you know, she's not doing that. She's, yeah, I'm like. Is that diegetic? Is she actually making noise? Is the character making noise, or is it just kind of part of the score? And it, that was a little confusing to me here and there. I will um, agree. I it was it was a choice for a reason that I'm not sure I understand. So I don't know if, I, but I did. I was like, and it it was to me. I was just like, it's off putting in an uncomfortable way. So maybe it's just trying to create that sort of like headspace because I feel like all of those exist, those like outlying moments are just all of her just headspace. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so So for me, it's just like, I want to scream, but I can't scream. So I'm just going to kind of do a little opera internally yawn with, you know, with my counter tenor. Yeah. Yeah. So. So for me, it just put me into that's, like that's a, like mezzo, I think. She she would be a mezzo, like she's definitely not a soprano, but she not full soprano. No, she's not a full soprano, but it would mezzo soprano. It, she does have a a higher of mm-hmm. voice, but then again, she is she, very nice on the sustained she notes. Has I, it's clear it's very her sustained notes are very are solid and sustained and lovely 
it's her diphthongs and vowel shapes, the way she closes words that I've that See, may be a stylistic thing. I, I don't like I the way she does it, but what I don't know what language she was singing in. Is it was it Italian at the end? I don't remember. I don't either. So I was wondering if it was a language because it the I don't might think be. I I didn't this know might the be aria, a different, so different it might have of, just oh, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, two more little nitpicks, and then I'll uh, and I'll tell on. you my big nitpick. Okay, unless it's uh, uh, passage of time is a little unclear. A little unclear. You know, because it's like I, I'm not sure if a day has passed or if like a week has passed, or it's like. Because she's like, you got to return the car tomorrow at 10 and you've got this appointment at 12. I'm like, is that? And then she does. I'm like, is this three days later? Is this actually the next morning? Did everything happen last night? Yeah. Uh, You know, so the passage of time, not exactly clear. And there seems to some of the. uh, There there seems to be like some scenes, some connective tissue missing. Uh, For example. I guess she got her dog back at some point. Yeah. She's jumping on the thing and she's like, I want my, my dog. dog. It's like, and then she gives them the keys to Orlando's apartment and they drive away. And then she's jogging with the dog. So I'm like, I guess she got her dog back. I guess at some she point. got her dog back. Uh, she's in the, the, she's in the drive through car wash. She sees the vision of um, Orlando. And then it cuts to her inside a convenience store where she's trying to pay for, pay the, for the car, car wash, wash, but they're, making her buy a latte also because they're assholes i I think but it's like maybe that's just here in america you can't drive through the automatic car wash until you pay for it first it won't turn on so maybe it's different down there you actually go through and then you have to park your car and get out and go inside and pay for it which is weird but i I don't know but there were some connective tissues where it seemed like there were some scene transitions like when she and she's like oh i i guess she just ran into a really nice morgue person who let her view the body before they cremated him yeah because she was was brought there by orlando but not because it had to be someone who actually led her to the bowels of the crematorium But, or she's just kind of going her own way, but or yeah. So th- those are those are my sl- slight nitpicks, but I will end on a fantastic thing. In addition oh. to a fantastic woman, I have to say that her blue denim dress is fantastic. It That's is. my favorite outfit in this. Well, the the sparkly shrug oh, things yeah, yeah, in yeah. the dancing was pretty yeah. awesome too. But that that blue dress thing she has, styling. So regarding her wardrobe, the thing that I found, like, I have to applaud her because she walks around her entire city in clogs. It, And I'm talking, she's got to be going miles. This is a woman who knows how to read maps. She knows her city. She knows how to get places. And I'm just, I, I applaud her because she's walking throughout the whole thing or taking public transit. But mm-hmm. you know that there is a lot of uh, hoof in it. And I, I would look at her shoes and I'm like, you go, girl. Damn, you go, she, girl. She's wearing wedges or something? Yeah, they're um like a wedgie clog because they have the rounded toe and the wooden sole. Okay. Um, I'm con- I was concerned even at, even at the end because at the end when she's singing in concert, you think, okay, so she is an actual like uh professional singer not not that singing yeah, I mean, it could just be a recital a but bar but the, so but for me because i'm like what the hell do you do for a living because you're i think predominantly of, she's a waitress but you're um, kind of a waitress but you're not always there and i know that it's ex extraneous circumstances this week that like we did she go to work in, today i don't like, yeah She's rarely working. She's walking everywhere. Tons of hours are passing. And yet she's not struggling for money to be very, very clear because they offer her money. And granted, she wouldn't have taken their money either. But like, it's never as if she's struggling for money either, which I I also appreciated that I don't. And it, it never felt like 
she didn't yeah. have stuff. I, I think she waits tables and she makes some supplemental income with, you know, singing, doing some singing gigs. Okay. But there was, I'm just like. Very difficult to make a living singing. Oh, no. I've, I've sung professionally and yeah, I, I, and I, so I know a lot of singers and I know a bunch of uh, international gold medalists and I know. one who does it professionally but he also does a lot of um you know supplemental stuff like he creates learning tracks and stuff oh shoot so all of all most, the singers most that of I've musicians with, i know have other jobs i know and it's terrible and it's it's very it's few and far between of the singers that i've worked with that don't have yeah you, you know, won international you're touring the country you put out cds what do you do for a living a dentist, <laughs> you know, or I sell cars. I'm whatever, you know. I don't do this. I mean, I make some money doing it, sure, and it's it's nice. But uh, yeah, I don't make a living doing this. Yeah, you know, people will fly us out to sing, and they'll put us up, and we get a little, we get a stipend, and uh, you know, we we make some money, but it's you know, it's not enough to live off of. We have to have day jobs. Oh so. yes, oh yes, absolutely. So. Oh. Uh, anything else to say no i'm just i'm happy that i finally saw it i'm happy that we have a a place that you and i can just finally go back through the back catalogs of our brain <laughs> yep <laughs> so i guess with that our june pride month comes to an end so yay to everyone in the rainbow mafia we love you and how have i not heard that before <laughs> that's great so um y'all have the coolest flag we did we they're good that well who doesn't like color um so the, you know my favorite is, is the um the 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 all-inclusive progress flag the, the one with the, the oh chevron the one with the on mm -hmm, yeah um because it is amazing that a flag with Nine, ten, like 10 or 11 different colors on it with horizontal stripes and then multi-stripe chevron doesn't look like a gaudy mess it's actually a know, really attractive design good. and I'm, I'm kudos to whoever designed whoever it. designed no, it yeah it's got a q in his name i, I forget what his name is but I, I looked it up once and uh because i think it was 2015 16 17 18 somewhere on there it's fairly recent uh, uh invention but uh it's really it is fairly recent, but I, I do like it. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. Looks good. So, yeah, absolutely. So yay. But so Pride Month might be over. Movie mandates never. So we will continue <laughs> in July with Independence Day. So indie movies. I, I love a good pun. Independence Month. And here's yes. the thing. I've always sucked at um comedies because I laugh at my own jokes before I've told them. So I apologize. <laughs> I'm a dramatic actress. Um Independence Day. And we will start with indie movies. Your pick, brother. And it is, I'm so excited. I can't wait. It is Primer. Oh, wait, Primer. Is this the one that goes backwards a lot of times? And it goes and everyone needs a flowchart to follow it? I think it's about time travel. I, I think it's about two goobers who make a time travel machine in their garage so i i think so i've never I, seen it so i've never seen it either i have i'm i'm oh i'm ready i'm gonna get paper and pencil ready but the, the guy who made it shane Carrath or something like this this was back in 2004 or something like two, oh yeah 2004 um apparently made it for like seven thousand dollars so he you know wrote starred in produced <laughs> <laughs> uh, and took two years to edit the thing or something like that. So uh, this is, we were talking before we started recording about the true definition of an independent film and how it's kind of malleable. Uh, this may actually be as close to a truly independent film because if they're right on that, it only cost $7,000 and was shot in his garage. Um, sounds like he probably paid for it, man. And it stars all, you know, his family and friends. So um but I've also heard it's actually a really interesting and good movie. So I mean, I'm, I'm I've heard of it, like it. you yeah. said it. And I'm like, oh, I think I, I know what you're talking about. 
my my first thought you said primer and I was like is that the Uma Thurman no that's prime primer is is the time travel one okay so if you would like to watch that with us go ahead and check the description to see where it is playing right now and until then you can catch movie mandates on iTunes (laughs) there's more than one there's more than one. There's just iTunes. There's just one damn podcast on there. <laughs> Tune in because there we are. It's us apparently, and then the you the iTunes and the YouTubes. <laughs> and but what? So then, why is it only YouTube? Why is there only one of them? Only one per you can tube. Oh, I guess that's why. iTunes and YouTube. YouTube, we tube, we all tube. <laughs> that's for what we need. For you. We need a I, we. I iTunes, a YouTube, and a wee fit. <laughs> a wee fit. Okay. So, anyways, like, subscribe, um, share it with your friends, and leave us comments and leave us stars and leave us recommendations because one day we're gonna run out of topics. But don't leave us. <laughs> but don't just don't leave us. And until then, you can follow me and find me on Twitter's. I am at Get Isengard. And I'm at Andrew Eisen. Until then, have a good time, and we'll see you next time on Movie Netflix. Bye. Bye.